0: This is the Dan and Aaron Lycorama music.
1: That
0: was good. That's uh, that's the uh, interior sounds of the TARDIS, right? From, yeah. from the. Uh, that's a cappella uh, TARDIS interior sounds.
1: Yeah, that was the uh, the first draft that uh, that uh, Delia Darbyshire uh, was working with when she before she did the Doctor Who theme. Yeah,
2: right. Grandfather, can you pull the
0: lever?
1: That's of course there. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried yeah. about the dialects that are
0: small midget men in uh, tiny machines driving around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah steampunk Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that? Anyway, all right. I'm not going to waste another 30 minutes doing that. Um, <laughs> because Lord knows I could. You know. um, oh my God. Did uh, you say what
1: the show is?
0: I did not. Tonight's episode is all about college radio. And yes. there is no um, there's no pre-planning that went into this. Dan and I needed a, a, a good episode of just two hours of just burning through anecdotes and and recanting fun times so uh there's no book (laughs) report to this one uh old fletch on this side did not spend two hours digging up wikipedia and other tabs to do some research on you know some (laughs) apocryphal figure i I think i
1: I think you mean recounting recanting means we said it didn't happen
0: (laughs) recounting thank you sir yeah absolutely (laughs) look i'll tell you
1: You recant uh, testimony is no. like. Okay. You say psych.
0: You know what? I'm going to uh, excuse myself by saying that the engineering side of my brain has uh, <laughs> done a, a great job of clobbering the English side of my brain over the course of the past 20 years now. 20
2: years? Yeah.
0: Oh, God. No, I don't want to think about that. Um, oh, no. No, let's do think about that because that's about the time when mm. you and I were both in radio. Um, right, right. So. Right. Who's going first? Um, God, w- rock G-M-U? paper scissors. W. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, rock, <laughs> rock paper, paper scissors. scissors. Shoot. shoot. scissors, What'd you get? Uh, I got a rock. Uh, you go first. Just like
1: Charlie Brown. <laughs> I got a rock. Greatest Charlie Brown joke of all time. Yes. It's so un-peanutsy. Yeah. It's not depressing. Right. It's not philosophical. It's just someone handed out rocks.
0: Right. I got a
1: rock. On Halloween, <laughs> what kind of sociopath <laughs> a six giving year old other rock kids? For Halloween. Yeah. I'm gonna give all these kids candy, but yeah. and it's not one. It was like every house, right. every house gave Charlie Brown a rock.
0: Yeah. It also. Uh... That is insane. Yeah. Um,
1: that is awesome. That's my uh, number one Charlie Brown joke.
0: While we're on the subject of uh, uh, youth characters from uh, children's media receiving rocks as gifts, uh, which is weird because it's happened more than once. Um, that is weird. Yeah. One of my favorite gags in um, Sesame Street is that Abby... Uh, and Elmo, Abby has a pet rock which she loves, and its name is Rocky. Oh yeah, And she yeah. takes care of it, and every once in a while she brings it in front of Elmo and she talks about it, and then Elmo just goes, "It's a rock." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: it's
0: like to Elmo, Elmo's like, "Dang, Elmo!" <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the, it's like one of the harsh most, butt. Yeah, it's it's like one of the most deadpan. I mean, it's analogous to Peppa Pig hanging up the phone line when uh, it turns out that all of her friends can whistle. It's just like, oh, snap. <laughs> okay, there is a little bit of attitude to this little bugger, you know? <laughs> wow,
1: yeah, dump some ice water on this. Yeah, I love it. On this joyous <laughs> occasion. Yeah,
0: so that's, it's, you know... I, I, I mentally compartmentalize that with Freud saying sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, you know.
1: It's right, a rock. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So college radio. You know, uh, no You know how many you know how many Freudians it takes to screw on a light bulb, right? Please tell me. Two.
0: Okay.
1: One to hold the light bulb and one to spin the penis. I mean, um shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that joke that joke is wonderful because then there's a whole yeah that's fantastic i love it, I yeah, love it. i'm not going to explicate the joke i love it i love it that's good yeah
1: there's there's like 10 variations on it but that's yeah. the simplest
0: yeah no that's good that's good i like that yeah uh <sighs> yeah all right anyway so, anyway we're talking
1: about uh We were both in uh, we had uh, a senior anyway. moment.
0: Did we have a senior moment? I don't know. Um
1: I don't know. I was a I was a double major, so exactly when I was a senior is a little fuzzy. Yeah,
0: that's a fair point. Yeah. I and I spent my senior year I trying think, to figure out what the hell I was gonna do with my life, so um
1: Yeah. What Oh, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why I graduated and delivered pizza for a few years.
0: Graduated and then I went. What? I have to get a job with this? Oh, okay. Actually,
1: Anywhere. and then I and then I got a, uh, a quote-unquote professional job where I made less than I did delivering pizzas. Mm. Wait a minute.
0: No, I know that feeling. I, I did similar. Dang. One. Um, you know. Oh, Okay. So I'm going to steer us back towards a a positive, uh, general. Uh, oh yeah, to this yeah, yeah, So we
1: were in college once.
0: I wanted to. I want to start. I, I want to get into this by side noting that um, my wife and I watched um, SLC Punk last night, and one of the things that was oh, really yeah. wonderful about it is that, despite the little bit of the dark twist at the end, um, the entire movie is a love letter to college parties and and mm. like post college parties, and watching that movie was so much fun. It was so pleasant. It was like being back in college, visually, viscerally, for like a uh, you know a brief hour and a half period of time, because it was like you had, you had the gutter punks, you had the crust punks, you had the the mods, you had these the folks that showed up that were like hardcore as all get out, but were clean cut and dressed. You had that that one dude that had a bunch of money and nobody knew quite why he showed up, but then he disappeared one day. It's like, it was all of these archetypes of people that you ran into at college parties, and there were so many bits of it as as I was watching it where I was like, you know, I knew a lot of those folks, and I think I ended up knowing a lot of those folks because I knew them from the folks that I met and became friends with at the college radio station. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was thinking have friends as well.
1: Oh, my God. I, I was thinking uh, when we... Decided on this topic. Uh, the next morning, I was thinking about. It's like if I didn't join WUVT ninety point seven FM Blacksburg. Uh, I don't know. I, it's it's a sliding doors thing where it's mm-hmm. like, would my life be completely different? Would I have met my wife? Would right. I have uh, ended up? Run, uh co running a show house with bands playing every weekend for yeah. for a year and a half uh yeah i don't know it's and like i kind of can't imagine my college years without woove it that was what we called it uh w u v t uh P, er, everyone older than me called it wove it hmm. which i like because it's like woove it or weave it mm-hmm. and everyone sort more my age and Call lower called it, it WooVit. yeah um but uh yeah without WooVit as being the sort of uh the sort of uh equator of my world i don't know i don't know how it would have ended up i look at the other uh the other people who are in my classes in my uh english major classes and some of them are you know, they, they're they doctors who teach as college professors, and some of them went to law school and became lawyers, and, and I definitely wanted to be a college professor, and then I did it for a couple of days. It was like, wow, this is terrible. I hate this.
0: You know, having known you just before, <laughs> having known you before you and I both went to college, and then having known you during those years and then after, I got to say... College radio was the the perfect. It it was like um, it matched you perfectly. It matched you to a T. Yeah. And you you were an amazing person. You became even more of an amazing person because of it. But it was just like it I agree. Was everything. Yes. Go you, on. It was everything that you brought. You brought this visceral, excited, just like manic energy. <laughs> to your friendships and your and hanging out with people, and this archival knowledge of music, that married itself perfectly to being a radio DJ, and and I remember that period of time and and being a moon in your orbit and and watching you do this and and just thinking, oh my God, this this dude was made to do this, and, and <laughs> I was oh, just so, I was so happy, I was just happy for you every time that you know i was able to to tune into your show every time that i was able to listen to you talk about doing it when i found out that you were doing the shows at the plot house i was just like you know good for dan this is this (laughs) is just right for dan this is fucking awesome for dan you know
1: yeah yeah and i mean that's definitely the sort of things that i like it's it, whenever I see like a high schooler who knows what they want to do and like has made plans towards it, I'm like, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're a freak.
0: <laughs> right. Right. How do you um, know this now?
1: Cause you know, I'm used to thinking, you know, uh, my, my plans are go to Seven Eleven, 11, get some terrible for you uh, warm food Right. And uh, a cheap cup of coffee, yep. that's better than expensive coffee. And uh, you know, as as we uh, as we drew in a doodle one day, uh, uh, what was it? Fill a fill a Windex bottle with blue Gatorade, drink it, and start a punk riot. <laughs> yes, yes, punk <laughs> riot. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was uh, I was always trying to doodle and we made home videos in like middle school and uh you know we did you and i did uh our our goofy band do do ronami that was <laughs> that was fun was, as all get out yeah it was originally the rock miracle yeah. and do do ronami was the name of a track we're like no 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 that should be the band name yeah yeah But yeah. well, there's yeah. a tape somewhere of us making god-awful improvised nonsense and then yes that was a rock miracle in progress yes (laughs) you shout that in your basement it was really funny i'll be honest Um,
0: with you you know as much as i enjoyed doing that i'm kind of glad that that tape is a a tape and that i no longer have a task band so you know
1: oh yeah 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 Uh,
0: i am i am as appreciative of that yeah i am as appreciative of that as i am like Wary of what other things we recorded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Some of it needs to be, uh, belated. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, eternally. Yeah. Exactly. It's just stupid. Terrible. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, but yeah, uh, it, it, but like it was all just sort of, I like making a thing and then, uh, it's done and I don't think about it again and yeah. go, go make another thing. Right. That's yeah. just always been my MO, whether yeah. it's, drawing comics when I should be paying attention to class or if it's being in 15 different bands over right. the years yeah. or if it's you know whatever this yeah. this like ephemeral I did a thing and it's done anyway goodbye yeah and, it's
0: that's something that you and I have very very much in common because I, yeah I, that's, <laughs> that's I think that's one of the reasons that we've had the worst time with <laughs> um doing advertising and publication for our shit is because it's like well i know i already put the mental energy into this i'm emotionally exhausted from it i completed that it is done i don't want to think about this again fuck off
1: yeah like no i already did that (laughs) so no it's done you guys go find it now Mm. no that's not how the internet works no i'm I'm pretty sure they'll just find it it'll (laughs) be okay 20 years later, hey, what's this old thing? Yeah, exactly. No, oh, but it's I'm, stupid.
0: I'm right with you, though. I mean, and that's. I think that's one of the things that, that you and I found, and we when we realized that we both had kind of that shared energy, it, it was one of the things that was the most fun about doing both Deuteronomy and then also doing some of the college radio shows is that you could put a little bit of mental energy into pre-planning these things, do something that was... Simultaneously silly and a little bit technically impressive, and come yes. away and go. Oh, that was really cool! I can't believe I pulled yeah. that shit off. And off exactly, the thing. yeah, you
1: know? yeah, exactly. And because it's. Oh, I remember. The, okay, I I was trying to remember the point that I was Sorry. starting Sorry. to make. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're good. You you actually interrupted me just in time. You didn't interrupt, but you chimed in just in time as I was losing my thread. Wow. Um, and I got it back. Um, so yeah, yeah. So these, so Aaron and my interests, these, you know, we'd like doing a thing and then set it down and walk away.
2: Yep.
1: It's just like there's people who know I want to be a molecular biologist. I'm mm-hmm. eight, yeah. you know, uh, there's also people who, when they're in high school, They're like, I want to do stand up. Here's how I do it. I want to do improv. Here's where I go for that. I want to write for SNL. I'd better get into Harvard so I can write at the Lampoon because that's where they get their writers. Like, how do you know that? Yeah. What's wrong with you that you know that when you're 16? You psycho.
0: They have these. They have these. I have, and you and I, we've talked about this for years, where we look at these folks that have these razor sharp, singular vision career tacks. And yeah. and they go out and they do it and you know what God bless them for the fact that they do it but I just yeah you know, there, there I'm, have been I'm years. awestruck yeah there have been years where you and I have sat there co- you know collectively over a beer with a handful of other folks and gone how in the fuck did they figure that out how in the <laughs> world how how did they have that vision and and then how were they then able to collect and manage the mental and emotional energy to propagate that vision for so long,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It, it's, yeah, for it's, sure. a uh, tip to those folks,
0: because I sure ain't got it. <laughs> it
1: yeah. And uh, the way that I stumbled into radio, uh, it reminds me very much of uh, the way that Conan O'Brien stumbled into the Harvard Lampoon. Right. And he's talked about it a lot of times. He was like, he didn't know, he didn't like apply to Harvard to get on the Lampoon so that he could write for Letterman or SNL. He didn't right. know that.
2: Right.
1: Um, and I, uh, I guess SNL was pulling from Harvard, but Letterman hadn't started doing that yet. Right. Anyway, great story, Dan. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> well, that was before the top ten list. After they started <laughs> pulling from Harvard, yeah, it was like the
1: mid 80s. Yeah. The mid 80s, they started uh scouting from Harvard, okay. Um, and that's why it was such a boys' club, is because right. Harvard Lampoon is a boys' club, right? Like Harvard is a boys' club, the Lampoon is a boys' club, and so when that's your pool, you right. get a boys' club, yeah, right. And they and you know, anyway, uh. Boo. you just see the the,
0: the the folks at nbc walking over to harvard and being like i need someone rich and white and male and funny what do you got yeah and they just open a closet and 400 like awkward teenagers fall out i'm like that yeah you know yeah anyway yeah 20 <laughs>
1: guys they're all yeah. like humming together in the yeah, magical choir right. <laughs> oh have a dear my alma mater we yeah. kick the ass of yale at boating yeah yeah and
0: they're, they're all wearing those um
1: 19th like a style, big uh, h yeah 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 and they've <laughs> a got big the, h sweater <laughs> yeah
0: and they've got the hat the silly circular hat uh the, the
1: one yeah 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 the yeah. little straw hat uh uh-huh. yeah it's, that's exactly it's that. uh Oh, what was the uh, the Chuck Jones Looney Tunes? Uh, I've with uh, uh, Dan Snidely? No, not Dan Snidely. It's Snidely Whiplash. Dan sure. Dastardly or something. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Dastardly. Unhand him, you rascal! Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Dover Boys. That's yeah. what it is. The Dover yeah. Boys. They just yep. come out like the Dover Boys. God, the Dover. That's a fantastic cartoon. Yes. Mel Blanc at his best. Anyway. So, unlike that, <laughs> um, Conan went to Harvard because he was just like a nervous, hardworking guy, and he right. was funny. But he, I mean, it was like me, same thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it was funny, but it's like, well, that's you. There's no jobs where you do that, so right. I have to go to college and find some job. Right. Um. So I go to college, and uh. A friend of his was like, "Oh hey, there's this thing called the lampoon, and you should check it out because you might be good at it." Right. And he goes,
2: "Oh okay." Yeah.
1: Because he's you know eighteen or whatever. Right. Um, and similarly, um, me and our you and my friend from high school chess, who yeah. I haven't talked to in probably. Twelve years. I talk with um, Jazz
0: every once in a while. He's he's up here in 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 Northern Virginia. It's just you know the biggest thing is that he God bless him. He started reaching out at the same time that the pandemic started, and I've i basically had to pu- uh, push back ever so politely a bunch of times to just basically say we're bubbles until yeah 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 is all global done, pandemic yeah. yeah what are you yeah. gonna do <laughs> yeah and, and that's yeah I think a lot of folks kind of had that same experience where they were like. Oh, well, my short-term friends are locked up. Let's contact our long-term friends. You know, no, nope, yeah, yeah. they're they're also locked up. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. It, he's he's doing fine. It's just a case of I just good. need to reach back out to him. Anyway,
1: sure. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the two of us. Uh, he was one of the only people that I knew when I went to school. Yeah, because. Same as same as now. I don't keep in touch with anybody. I don't yeah. like reach out to people because I'm, yep. I I'm an indoor cat. I don't yep. socialize, and so I'm like, well, I there's, consider there's, myself
0: there's, lucky in that. By the way, I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're I'm, on a I'm short in the list circle. For sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're on a short list for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, and anyway, so i um, uh, I was talking with him, and we were in the student center or something, and we yeah. saw a uh, flyer that they were having uh, their organizational interest meeting or orgy. Right. (laughs) Uh, And so we went to that and we're like, oh, yeah, radio's neat. Okay. I like music. Right. Let's let's go do that. We were in the jazz band together in high school. We're like, yeah, we'll we'll go see what that's about. And we're like, okay, that sounds mildly interesting. Sure, I'll sign up. Yeah. And uh, the first semester we were on AM training because no one could hear it. I think there wasn't even like an antenna. It somehow went out on the TV the campus TV station. Yeah, when they, they, would, they would when broadcast. they weren't doing T V.
0: Yeah, they they broadcast it on the same as the T V channel. I, yeah, I yeah. did the same thing. But anyway, go on.
1: But uh and then you would like record a tape of your right. show right. and give that to the general manager and they'd be like, Okay, you know how to like not yell cuss words. Right. Cool. Good job. You know you know you know how to fill out the paper that says what you're playing you know how to say uh, the call letters at the top of the hour yeah. you know how to do this cool and then you graduate to FM
2: yeah
1: and FM it's uh you hear about these people like SCTV or something where they talk about well you know we were up in this little studio and I I think they were in Edmonton. Uh just this like small TV studio. Thou- like a thousand miles away from anyone. From any like, you know, from like Toronto or Chicago or anything. They were like right. in the middle of nowhere, right, f- for all intents and purposes. Uh and they're like, "Yeah, we were just like doing this little show." And we had no idea that people were even watching it. Yep. Meanwhile, yep. people are going crazy and saying, wow, this is like the next level of sketch comedy. These people are amazing. And then, yep. you know, John Candy and Joe Flaherty and uh, Rick Moranis and Catherine O'Hara and Andrea Martin and all these people become big deals.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, and uh, so it, it's it's a similar thing where I'm sitting in the studio doing, I'm going to play this dumb thing. What's the stupidest thing I can think of now? I'll do that. And uh, thinking, I'm just doing this for me. No one's like listening. Yeah, exactly. And then you find out, oh, well, I'm at a big school with like 40,000 students or something (laughs) stupid like that.
0: Oh, wait, there is an audience whether I like plus,
1: it or not. <laughs> Yeah, plus the entire town surrounding it, plus all yeah. the other towns surrounding that. Right. Plus, I'm in the mountains, and the way that radio signals work, if it yep. bounces just right, you can get, like, 50 miles out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe not 50, but, you know, you can get a good ways away. Right. Uh,
0: also, if there's an FM repeater station located on the top of any of those mountain hills, that be moving. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that. People they are going to hear that. Uh,
1: our friend Josh, uh, uh, who was engineer and on a, and sometime manager when I was there,
0: Josh was good uh, people.
1: Oh, Josh rules! Josh Arred. Yeah. If yeah. you ever get the chance to meet Josh Arred, that's a good guy.
0: He's good people. Yeah.
1: Um, I think he put up a repeater station in Roanoke.
0: That's cool. To get yeah
1: to get with it going up I eighty one.
0: I would not be surprised because the the amount of work and the fact that you guys just had those mountains just sitting out there naturally occurring. I mean, all you need to yeah. do is get like a nice 12-foot tower and then you, you get the repeater installed up there. Yeah.
1: 12, uh, shoot. Give me 40.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're going to go with that. We no, I mean, might as well, you know.
1: We can get 40 up on that one.
0: That's right. Get ourselves a good old oil, Derek. Just get on top of there. <laughs> anyway, sorry.
1: Um... I'm not going to continue. But yeah, but yet. so, so the the thing that um, anyway, so yeah, so 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 yeah, Aaron and I, we were you know we like doing these goofy things, and then we're like anyway, let's we have to go to college and like figure out what we're actually going to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and I find uh, radio, and I'm like, oh. So for your hour and a half or 2 hour show you just show up and as long as you're playing uh three songs from heavy rotation, two songs yep. from medium rotation, one yep. song from light rotation yeah and at quarter till and quarter after you read a PSA and at the top of the hour you read the call letters, the station ID. Right. As long as you tick those boxes, you do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep.
1: Oh now this is interesting <laughs> because I like lots of things.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you've got X, Y, and Z amount of like thirty minute, forty minute spaces where you can do fun stuff and experiment in an audio format. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and this is the yeah. same thing that happened to me Or I was like, You mean you mean I have this amount of time that I could do things on the air as long as I'm yeah. not, you know, violating FCC laws.
1: Really? Yeah, as long as you you're know? not and getting on the this? mic and saying, Hey, by the way, fuck shit,
0: dick. Yeah. You know, yeah, as long exactly. as you're not doing that. Yeah. As long then, as you're not doing the Carlin, you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, so yeah. And I, I remember between, uh, and and some, sometimes there was underwriting. If it was underwritten by a local business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, one show we had was uh, underwritten by a strip club in West Virginia.
0: That's awesome.
1: Uh, Southern Exposure. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> Which is a great name for a strip it's a fantastic
0: club. fantastic name.
1: Excellent name for a strip club. Good yeah. job. But uh, when they sent in the copy for the... Uh, Uh, the underwriting it's in a it's we had it in a hardback you know one inch binder and you flip through and find your oh here's my slot oh i'm underwritten by such and such business this week okay and then you had to turn the music off because if if there was bed music is like background music while Mm -hmm. you're talking and if you are ever on the radio for the love of god please use bed music yeah um a podcast you don't need it but Nope. And when you edit it, you put in bed music, and, and that's nice of you.
0: I sometimes do. I, I try my best. I go dig up some royalty-free to, to kind of keep your attention yeah. going in the background. But,
1: yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes us less annoying. Yeah, which um, we
0: are in abundance. Anyway.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, you have to turn the music the music off and say, this hour of programming is brought to you by blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and you read the copy, yeah. Uh, WUVT would like to thank blah, blah, blah for their continuing yep. support. Yep. And then you and, uh, your yeah. and so the ad copy that they not ad copy the underwriting copy that this uh, strip club sent us <laughs> had a typo and it was the best possible typo because instead of location uh, the A and the C in location were reversed so okay. it said low action <laughs> 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 so it said you can go to this city this town's location or this town's low action <laughs> and, and you know it said in big capital letters Yet it must be read verbatim you have yeah, to read it right, verbatim right. and we and did so yeah. me and my, my co-host JJ uh, your pal Darrell Fenderson I and I think now he goes by, uh, done, the done Rosberger. Yeah. That's, that's his on air persona these days. Yep. Uh, he, uh, yeah, we, we always made sure to read the copy verbatim mm-hmm. and say that you could go to the Petersburg low action. And, uh, and when it was done, Oh yeah, gotta definitely check out that low action. It's yeah, that man. quality low action. We were so stupid. um, but, yeah, so as long as you tick all those boxes, then, yeah, you can do anything. And yep. I, I especially look between uh, 15 and 45 after. Yeah, like you said, you have half an hour to fill. Yep. And you can fill it with really excellent music. Or you can fill it with the stupidest music you can possibly imagine. Or you, <laughs> you can fill it with... Uh, a theme that is known only to you. Uh yeah. my friend my friend Tom had uh for a while his his show was called uh I think it was called the secret mystery theme show. <laughs> nice. And there was always in his head there was a theme to his playlist. <laughs> but he never said what it was. He wouldn't so tell it. Just, oh, Yeah. Right. You just yeah to you had to discern it for yourself. It was great
0: there's there's another bit to college radio though which um i i want to i'll i'll tell my side in a second here but um there's a general feeling ambience and theme to going and doing college radio which is um just amazing and it is that um by going as a college student and just participating in college radio, signing up for a show, um, g- getting yourself, you know, set up with, you know, I, I know at George Mason, I had to take like I think it was like COM one thirty in order to do uh, the college radio show, um, sure. so it became part of my course load. But nowhere else in the world can you just go to a radio station and say, I would like to do radio. And they look at you dead in the eyes and they go, "Okay, sure. you know, uh,
1: you have a pulse. Yeah, sure.
0: You're not dead. Yes, we have we have dead airtime here, here and here. We would like you to get on. And as long as you follow the rules that Dan outlined, that's fine. Go ahead. Right. Nowhere else in the world, especially now that Clear Channel owns every AM and FM station under the sun. It just yeah, doesn't. Cool. I
1: Heart Radio. They rebranded, so yeah, so right, right. all their past sins are washed away, just like yeah, Meta. Yeah, yeah.
0: I own Radio. I mean, I Heart Radio. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I Spade Radio. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I that would, would be a radio. better. That's much better. Yeah. It's a that's top of the hour. And of it's time f- to play. Some forty one again. Yeah.
1: That's still one of my favorite jokes. From any mad magazine. I think it was mad. It might have been correct, but it was too clever, so it was probably mad. Yeah. It was uh bumper stickers and yeah. one car says I heart my dog with the heart symbol, and mm-hmm. the next to it says I spade my dog. with The spade <laughs> symbol. Yeah.
0: That's, that's great, great. That's actually. Good. Yeah, that's excellent good. Visual I just thought joke. about that. I do like that. I spade my dog. That's good. I spade my dog. I like that. Yeah. i, <laughs> about that. I like that. That's a thinker. Um
1: well, there's like, a thinker. There's a thinker right oh, out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a brain injury to that one. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I get that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, thing, yeah, 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 Shut the fuck up, Dan. Um, the, the, <laughs> the, the thing that I love That's something is, I need in my life. I need, <laughs> I, I need that more. Well, it didn't from work. For people besides my my eighth-grader <laughs> kid.
0: Um, no, it's fine. S- same here to be honest. Um, <laughs> actually, I just, at this point, I just kind of defer the floor to everybody else. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Atmosphere. You were college talking about radio how atmosphere. you
1: could just walk in. Yeah. And was, yeah, in the atmosphere.
0: It's amazing. And that's the thing, that was the thing that really um, entranced me when, when I went and I, so I did um, WIUS, uh, W Indiana University Student Radio. And uh, it was, I, uh, Oh, God, if Jake was on here, he'd kill me. Um, Jake was my – Jacob Guy Brosh, my co-host for the Jake and Aaron Hella Show. And, and actually, you can either include this or you can cut it out, Dan. But I think this would be a great opportunity for us to start reaching out to maybe Jake and, and maybe Locke and see if we can get them on to maybe do guest oh, yeah. segments. Because since we're talking about college radio, maybe the next time we do college radio with them. Because that would be a lot of fun. They're going to be able to plug holes yeah. mentally where we've uh, developed them mentally. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Jake is a heck of a guy too. Oh, God. Sweet, such a lovely man.
0: Jake, Jake is the perfect antidote to me because for <laughs> all of my pomposity and bullshit. Jake was there to uh, deflate me uh, and my windbag. And, you know, I I would start going because there was a period of time in Indiana where I was very, very full of myself. It was a preppy Mm. college and I was trying to figure out whether it made sense to graduate as a preppy or not. And Jake was along for the ride. And every once in a while I would get too full of myself and Jake would go, Aaron, you're full of shit. And I'd go, oh, yeah, you're right. Because he he wasn't wrong. I, I had just you know gotten a little bit you know too high on myself so yeah um,
1: you need to you need people in your orbit yes. in your in your ecosphere yeah that is that a word to to be like uh, hey you're full of shit yeah, yeah oh okay you're right yeah
0: yeah, yeah thank you it's you a, got it's me a, it's it's a checking function but no he yeah. He was, He's a one. He's wonderful. I I do not catch up with him nearly as much as I should. It's just because he's got a life and a family. I've got a life and a family. But you know, he's still he's he's still you know. There's times where I talk with him on Twitter and he's like, "Aaron, you're running your lip again." <laughs> I was like, oh, oops. Sorry, thanks. No. Um, but yeah, so Jake and I had the Hella show together, um, and and I got turned on to doing radio because of all the wonderful stories that you told me about doing WUVT, And then also because of the visit that I did down to Virginia Tech, where I drove down and yeah. I checked out tech and I particularly checked out the WVT office. And that was the point where during that period of time, I, you know, I was very down on myself. Uh, you know, I was single. I could not find girlfriends. Uh, I kind of fell into that, you know, John Cusack, high fidelity, you know, morose. You know, self pity type oh, of thing, yeah. and it was a thing, right? It was. It was hey, nerdy boys. Did we
1: that, we were know? all in there. Yeah, yeah. it was and, like two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah. yeah. What else are you gonna do?
0: It was. It was served. <laughs> it, it was served to us <laughs> on a plate. Yeah.
1: And yeah. and um, this is how you act, white guy. Yeah. Okay. Between that okay. and Who Empire Records. Done?
0: Yeah. Between that and Empire Records, and then also, you know, kind of the the the. The backdrop of Clerks and Mallrats also being in there. You know, we kind of looked at these archetypes of guys, and or at least I did, and, and I said, that's amazing. I want that life. I want to be able to be witty, clever, morose, and bitter, but I also want to fuck with records. Well, right, you walk yeah. into college radio. <laughs> and and the part
1: where none of them have girlfriends. Right. And you are sort in, of like, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the other part that you don't really like, that doesn't factor in until about two to three years in, and then suddenly you have the same intellectual pain that the John Cusack character has, and you go, Oh, yeah. that's why I'm so better. Okay. Right. Got it. Oh, that's <laughs> why they're mad. Ah, right. But the, they're the, sad boys. They, oh. they, the cool thing about the college radio environment is that they serve you that record store environment on a platter as a college student, and they say, come on in. And it's for free. There are stickers on everything. It is free for you to participate. Um, The couch (laughs) is, is, like, disgusting. You don't have to pay
1: $15 and then take it home, and it sucks.
0: Right, right. You can be here and live in this world for two hours, and then, you know, you've done your show, and you can go home. and So you can live it briefly, And then, you know, you begin to be part of that college radio world where, you know, they're like, you know, we had a lot of fun listening to your show. Why don't you come to our parties, et cetera. And 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 then you're in and it's free and it's, you know, maybe the course, maybe the maybe um, sometimes at some schools it's the price of a college class. So ostensibly not free, Um, but just being part of that environment, it's 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 incredibly accessible. It is the opposite yeah. of commercial real-world radio or, or trying to go to, you know, PBS and say, I want to be involved. It's, you know, in, in college, they go exactly what you said. It's, you got a pulse? Sweet. You know, we got, yeah. got airtime we need to fill up. And yeah. it is amazing. And I mean,
1: like, every industry, you have to start at the bottom, yeah. you know, where people have, like, MFAs from some fancy writing program. right. And they go to Hollywood and they fetch coffee. They're like a writer's assistant's assistant. Right. And they fetch coffee for a few years until they are like one person in a room of 12. Yeah. Before they actually get their name on something.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: And so, you know, you work your way up from the bottom. Um, But. In these radio stations, yeah, you work your way up from the bottom, and you know your first set, your first slot is probably two in the morning. Yep. Um, but the the going from the bottom to the top is like two steps. It's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, the the going it's from the bottom very to the top easy in college to get radio
0: up. is show up, do well at what you're doing demonstrate to the 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 radio station manager and or the the professor that's running that comms department and has to run the radio show that you know you're clever intelligent enjoy what you're doing and can you know say the station ids and yeah that's it you know yeah. you, they they bump your time slot they're like yeah he knows what he's doing he's got his wits about him you know give him and, a prime time you slot. Know.
1: A quarter of the DJs graduate every year. Yeah,
0: exactly. So there's a nice so that rotation. Helps. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, um, and so I don't know how it was at um, Indiana or at George Mason, but uh, two, two things that I don't know how they were over there, that, yeah. and various stations do it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, one is whether or not it is strictly students or if it's also members of the community. And two is if the station is funded by the school or not.
0: So at Indiana, um, Indiana was students as well as members of the community. Um, Okay. And I soberly remember that because Jake and I had to go on after this just absolute just pissant of a man who, (laughs) just like the dude looked like freaking Johnny Appleseed and he would come in and he would play like country <laughs> records. And then if we were like 10, if we were five to 10 minutes late, he would, he would just berate Jake and I and he'd be like, well, you don't understand what's going on in my life. And you know, it's very important to be on time. And he just, he thought that it was his mission in life to tell, to tell Jake and I how horrible we were. We were as we were setting up to do the high-energy Jake and Aaron Hella show, right? right like, right, we right. were playing this two-minute intro where it's like, the Jake and Aaron Hella show coming at you! And, like, we had to have our yeah, visceral yeah. energy up. And this guy's like, you know, you really don't understand how much this, you know, is a drag on my life. As a matter of fact, Just one low of the... low-key
1: brow-beating.
0: Yeah, one of the worst experiences, and, and I'll be more than happy to have Jake on, and he can browbeat beat me further about this, um, <laughs> is that there was a time that Jake and I were almost 20 minutes late. And it was because we were trying to finish pre-recording some bits. And I'll, I'll get into the description of the Hella Show in a minute. But um, we, we needed to finish pre-recording some bits in, in our in my computer, which was this <laughs> rattletrap piece of garbage that um, I just kept breathing new life into uh, for college. Hmm. Um, it, was, it took forever to render. And as it was dying, it took even more forever to render. And it finally finished pre-rendering this, this musical number that he and I recorded. And we got there and Jake was out in the lobby having this guy berate him for the entire intro of our show. And Jake comes Ugh. in and he's a different man. And I, I I I remember buying Jake sympathy beers for that. And I've just every oh. time that I run into Jake from there on in there are moments where i look at jake and and there are two moments and this is one of them where i look at jake and i go i was a horrible human being in college and that's one of those moments and i can never forgive myself for how shitty i was for seeing that dude seeing that jake had engaged with him and i was the one that wimped out and i beelined it to the microphone and i will forever Mm. feel like an asshole for that i and i will i will forever take my my knocks for being the, the guy that did that. And Jake Aww. took Jake took the uh, the the punch for that, and you know. But yeah, that um, that was members of the community. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Whatever that dude was playing, he, he he was he was the worst lead-in to the Hella show. Man, I, I remember listening to his stuff on the drive down, and it was just like it was Appalachian folk music and and light milk toast. Mild, you know, not not even country. It was like these these recordings of twelve to fifteen people that no one had ever heard of from the you know far side of the world, uh, or you know the middle of the mountains. And you know, I mean, I guess you know, the content was fine. He had his thing. He is a human being. That guy was terrible to Jake and I, and I just you know. <laughs> anyway, so that was members of the community. WGMU. Was very much. More, I'm sure there
1: were other ones were, no, who no. were not him. No, there was another <laughs> dude.
0: There was another dude that was a member of the community. He was previously an, an IU student, and he had graduated, and he was coming back, and he just did shows. I think he he worked at one of the local bars. There was this great stretch of bars that was right at the other end of IU, and I think he had gone to work at, at either Kilroy's or, or Mama Bears. Um, but his the reason that I remember him is because his nickname was Crazy Jake. And so Jake, yeah. Jake my Jake, would say, I don't like this guy. And I'd say, Why don't you like him? And and he would say, Because because his nickname is Crazy Jake and, and I'm the crazy Jake here. I don't know where he gets <laughs> off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> to he wanted to wrestle him for the Yeah, for yeah, the belt. for the title,
0: exactly. Yeah. The,
1: the craziness belt, that's right, fun.
0: Right. But um, so there was uh, there was also. Um, uh, by the way, I just want to say this is exactly what I wanted to do. I'm like okay. having so yeah. much fun right now. I'm having so much yeah. fun not reading from a you know a, a wiki a research article. Um, oh yeah. GMU, WGMU was very. It was uh, a little bit more of a strict program. It was an extension of their communications department. It was very strictly run. They had slight overlap between the the comms degree, the communications degree, and the engineering degree. And you could kind of earn some credits between both for um, a, a, uh, an audio engineering degree, which I never really went in the direction of. Um, but um, it was strictly students, undergrad and master students. And it was run by this really awesome professor. The professor was really kick-ass. He was a lot of fun to talk with. He would He would tell these awesome stories about he was a dc native and he had been he had been part of the group of folks that had set up 99 one hfs through the baltimore and washington oh, cool. area yeah so he was a rebel in the 80s and the 90s that had become part of the industry then he had just kicked around and he finally went and he got like either a master's or a phd and then he just taught comm theory and and everybody talked about how cool his class was it was just well i was there at gmu i was there strictly for the purpose of getting the hell in and getting the hell out with my engineering degree and, and so right, I never took his right. class. But I heard amazing stories about, you know, or like, he would do three quarters of a semester and then, like, the last month of December was just him telling stories on famous people that he met while he was doing HFS and DC 101 work. <laughs> so I never got a chance to, to be on, in that class, but it sounded amazing.
1: But, yeah, That's he funny. made I sure had a, I had a much... I had a, a, a scaled down version of that. We had a professor in the English department at Virginia Tech called, uh, his name was uh, Paul Sorrentino, I think. Okay. Excellent, excellent guy. He was yeah. fabulous. I loved his class. Everyone loved him. Yeah. He was great. Um, And he didn't do it for my class that yeah. I took with him, but there were stories that, Sometimes, if you got a little bit ahead in ah, the class right. for one, you know, hour and a half class, he would just do magic. That's <laughs> awesome. That he was like a really good, Magician. like close-up magic guy. That's he would cool. just do like magic tricks, and he he had the great. He had a very. He had, uh, he had my like, favorite. No, oh, he, he okay. had my favorite professorial personality. Okay. Which is quiet. Uh, uh I had a teacher who referred to him as secretly cool. He was just like <laughs> right. quiet. Yeah. He dressed yeah. like an accountant. Uh-huh. Right. And he looked very nerdy. Yeah. Uh but the things that came out of his mouth, you're like,
0: "Wow!" But there were layers. This to guy's how awesome the greatest. Yeah, right, right, right. This is the yeah. greatest
1: guy I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see him do close-up magic for an hour and a that half. Would that would have awesome. been great. Yeah. We were too yeah. busy learning about, you know, the the origins of uh, realism and humanistic journalism or some crap
0: like and metaphor. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yes,
1: I'm kind of... Anyway, so, but uh, you were saying yeah, so this uh, at GMU.
0: The thing that was really cool about WGMU was... Uh, so this is something that you, I, I was kind of talking about in terms of the atmosphere, and I, I'm going to circle back to it sort of, and then I'm going to go back into talking about WGMU. The thing that I absolutely loved about um, WUVIT and WIUS, WUVIT had... Um, it was was located in the rest of one of the, the buildings there but the thing that was amazing about it was that you had this amazing record and tape and CD library in the back behind where you guys had the studio and your yeah. library was just gorgeous and I remember going back there a handful of times because I remember you at some point you said um, oh yeah just go in the back and find something neat to play you know whatever I trust you and I remember walking into that um that archive and it's like freaking Disney princess music was playing it yeah. was just like oh. yeah exactly yeah. and there's I just
1: was, halos around everything yeah yeah. yeah yeah,
0: and I was like I was like not only is Billy Cobham's spectrum here but all of Billy Cobham's stuff and the Vishnu Orchestra and B-Sides yeah. and oh my god you know
1: do it you was, like Sun Ra? we yeah. have Sun Ra do mm-hmm. you like uh the oh what what was it called the original New Orleans jazz the New Orleans traditional jazz something like that right we had right. those guys
0: right. here's six albums from John Zorn yeah it was just amazing yeah, yeah oh that, yeah that library is fantastic
1: and then do you like Merzbow no we have three Merzbow <laughs> records <laughs> just
0: in case yeah so then WIUS, W-I-U-S was literally a house across the street from the student <laughs> union. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, and... and um,
1: yeah, I went there uh, when we were recording the second right. album.
0: Yeah, yeah, because and, we, we uh, did that as... You
1: took me over because you did the show. Yep. You know, what was your show, Midnight? Uh, we had Or two, 11 o'clock or something? Yeah,
0: we had two stints. Um, sophomore through junior year, or sorry, uh, 2001 through 2002, which would have been sophomore year. Yeah. No, that would have been junior year. Uh, we June, had, yeah, that was we, my
1: sophomore your junior yeah, year junior Yeah.
0: We had the 12 to 2 a.m. slot. And okay. then for senior year for the entire year, which was super cool, we were given the like eight, it was either the 8 to 10 slot or the 10 to 12 slot on like a Friday or a Saturday. So it yeah, was like they yeah, really yeah. trusted us. They were like, "Wow, I this show I think it
1: was 10 legs. to 12. Maybe I think it was cuz I to 12. remember yeah. I remember I had an apartment at that time and I would listen to you guys online. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was like I would turn you off and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. for me, it was it, you time, were right. You were Central Time, right? And yeah. I was Eastern Time. It was that time, weird so I was 11 time. to 1. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, oh, Adult Swim is coming on. Right. So I'll click over to. The hella show.
0: Yeah, that that slot when we got that slot for that whole year of senior year, that was so much fun. We ended up with um, <laughs> the the real badge of cur- the real badge of pride for a radio show is when people call into your radio show that you don't know.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And that's where yeah, when we strangers
1: actually, call up, you're like, oh god, people are listening. Yeah, what? and they
0: would they would ask Jake and I to play stuff, and and Jake and I would kind of look at each other, and we'd be like. Yes! Yes, of course! You listen to our show, absolutely! I'll go grab whatever the hell it is you asked me to play. Sure! Not a problem, you know. Yeah, That was, and then
1: you get on the mic and act cool.
0: Yeah, exactly, Billy. We can can put this on. Oh,
1: we got a a listener request for... Red Baron by Billy Cobham off that album that Aaron mentioned but minutes ago, Spectrum.
0: Um, But yeah, um, so... I, do you want to talk about the our show formats, or because I was going to go right into?
1: Oh well, I was going to um, respond, answer my same questions. Go ahead. So from go my ahead. Go ahead. experience, the WUVT side, uh, WUVT is, um, uh, it was in the student. What do you call it? The, it's, the it's student It's like center? where. The student center. It's like, yeah, where like the auditoriums are and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there was a little wing of it uh, where it was the the TV station and the the, uh, yearbook and the photography. Right, right. And the student newspaper was down the hall and the radio station was there. Yeah. And we were all part of a... It was not part of the university. Mm -hmm. Um, We had vt.edu... Um, websites. Right. That we got from the school. Right. And the real estate of being inside the student activity center, the yeah. student center, whatever it was called, uh, that we got from the school. Um, but funding, no. It yeah. was a separate corporation and it That's was funding, right.
0: Yeah, because you guys used to have to do all those funding and record drives. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We,
1: uh, we had Radiothon, which was a week-long fundraiser and everyone did, it's still happening, I think it just ended, um, uh, everyone did um, a theme for their show that week.
2: Right, right.
1: Uh, and we tried to raise however many, however much money. When I started, the, oh my God, this shoot the moon goal was $3,000. Mm-hmm. Um, their 75th anniversary is coming up and uh, I was being interviewed as a uh, alumni. Oh. By the current, yeah, the current manager was like trying to interview past DJs, and uh our friend Len suggested, "Hey, go talk to Dan grubb
2: Yeah,
1: he he'll have a good story or two. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking, and I was like, "Yeah, so what's the goal this year?" And it was like thirty thousand or something stupid like that. Oh, it was some God. insane. I'm like, "Wow, we yeah. wanted like six dollars, and yeah. we thought we were doing great." Yeah, exactly. Um but they also have a wider audience now and it's on, you can listen online now. So that helps. Yeah. Also. Um, but, uh, so yeah, the funding came from donations and underwriting. Um, and a little bit, I don't know how much I was never like the business side of the thing. Right. Um, from this shared corporation, EMCVT, the electronic, I don't know, whatever it stands for. Right. Whatever. Um, But yeah, so, and it was uh, mostly students and some non-students. So, like, our friend Len was, uh, he had graduated years before and he was, like, a biochemist or something. Um,
0: Len is consummate cool, by the way. Oh, yeah, Len is fabulous. I have remained friends with him through social media and um, just a charming gentleman. Anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And... uh, um George uh the funky dread he was like this is you know back in the day he was probably 40 right uh playing funk and soul and reggae yeah. Uh, uh yeah most of the the nine to midnight shows most of those were people who were students and had graduated and were still hanging around right doing you know, one was a bartender one was a chemist in a lab nearby one was uh doing uh working in a kitchen and doing karaoke and you know like they all had like jobs you know Mm -hmm. like real jobs um and then most it was mostly late at night and during the day that it was students um but yeah and it, it was i really enjoyed the uh the mix there because uh the the evening and night slots that were mostly not current students were uh uh you 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 could hear the experience
0: yeah yeah
1: you're like oh this person knows what they're doing and you'd also okay. be
0: exposed to types of music genres of music and musical selections that nowhere else in the world you would have, would you have ever been exposed to them? And so yeah. you would come away from some of these other shows that were run by some of the older dudes and you would go, wow, holy crap. Where was this all my life? You know? Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. And you would call in and say, what was that? And he or she says, oh, it was such and such. Oh, wow. Right. right. And uh, Or you might learn a new technique. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Wow, right. that's a good idea. Yep. Um, yeah, so you know, definitely, uh, it was sort of a, a without actually being there next to them kind of like, uh, yeah. journeyman programs, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're
1: learning from the next level up, who's it was learning an from the next level up, actually being an apprenticeship, apprenticeship. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. that's the yeah. that's the right word. No, it's um, but yeah, I, yeah, it was excellent, and and like you say, the environment of going in and being in this little cinder block room with this big board and you know what like six of the buttons on this board do
0: and there are about 47 other buttons where you're like i'm just excited that i'm here
1: (laughs) yeah like oh, i don't know what that does yeah and sometimes when you know i was like well I'm going to see what this button does during this song. Maybe they'll think it's artistic if something messes up. Right. We had a, in the AM studio, there was a little toggle switch.
2: Yeah.
1: uh, That toggled left and right. And if it went one way, it wasn't hooked up to anything, Uh but one way uh, said, uh, nuke Russia. And I thought that was a (laughs) great, someone had written in, nuke Russia. (laughs) I, I always loved that.
0: And I'm going to, so I'm going to stop and I'm going to say that this is the stuff. This is the stuff that was like, when I talk about that, you know, kind of whole John Cusack feeling, you know, being part of that world, like all of these little bits of yeah. the record store environment, the record, the the radio station environment, they were all there for you as a college student, ready. It was just this whole environment was just handed to you and you were placed in front of a big board and you were, you, you learned what, you know, maybe 18 of the 400 buttons did and right. you, and then, and then you were told, okay, now do a radio show. It was amazing yeah. for that. Like that, that yeah. sticker bombed you know, the walls, you know, covered with, with stickers from bands that you have never heard of and will never hear of because they already right. dissipated before you ever got there and, yeah, um, yeah, they broke
1: up 15 years ago. Right,
0: right, and and record label like letters that got mailed to the radio station from some random record label trying to push some you know no, new milk toast band, and it's been markered all to hell where people are making fun of it and like you know. Oh my God! Got, you so
1: know, many lame photo yeah, shots. Yeah. So and many then, like. Here's the four guys leaning right. against a brick wall. They're mm-hmm. super cool. Right. Like, oh, my God. Right. These and dorks. The, yeah.
0: The glossies of the various bands with, like, just markered to hell. peppered yeah. interspersed with, like, pictures of the current um, uh, politicians of the day who have been villainized and turned into, you know, uh, uh, Sharpie marker devils, you know.
1: It's yeah. like it was all there for
0: you, and it was yeah. amazing. It was, it was like amazing.
1: if a, it was like if a public bathroom stall was clean, yeah, and right. big, right? right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, there was no for a good time call, it, but otherwise, it, yeah, it
0: was. It was the record store from High Fidelity. It was the record store from Empire Records. It was yeah, that, but without jerks. Yeah, but without jerks, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
1: without a... (laughs) More more Jack Black, less Mm. John Cusack.
0: Absolutely. I'd say that's a perfect summation of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I love John Cusack, but he's the villain of that movie.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a... You go back and you watch that now, years later, and it's like, oh, oh, he's a shit. Wait a minute. I don't care what happened to this guy. He's a shit. Yeah.
1: That's why John Cusack called him an asshole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man.
1: But, I love but, that his own sister got that line. Mm-hmm, That's fabulous, mm-hmm. asshole! Yeah, but just it's keys to the candy store.
0: It really is, absolutely. And a what's great about it, it, yeah,
1: is the if I can split it into two lumps of types of approaches to doing it. There yeah. is one lump of uh, of DJs who came in. And they're like, okay, well, I know all these things, so I will play what I know and branch off from that. Right, right. And learn more that way. Yeah. And the other lump that I was more a part of was, I mean, I know a little bit, but I don't know what any of this shelf is.
2: Yeah. So
1: I'm going to pull out this shelf. I have four more minutes on this song. Right. I'll just skim through these cds as fast as i can because i don't have a next song lined up right and hopefully by the time the song is over i'll find a good one
0: yeah yeah
1: and you know frantically going through okay track one no track two no track three Hmm. fast forward 30 seconds no track okay next cd track one no track two yep 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 and you know oh god i have 30 seconds uh 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 here i'll put on this uh I have, uh, let's see, what was one of my bed music? It was uh, uh, toddlers singing 50s classic oldies. <laughs> and that so is. it was like 3 year old singing, this blast I was taking a bath. <laughs> and that while that's playing in the background, I'm going... You know, I'm talking into the mic, telling you what songs I just played while I'm flipping through my big book of CDs trying to find something that'll go into the flow that'll hopefully give me a brainstorm coming out of that. (laughs) (laughs) So much flying by the seat of your pants. Because you can plan a little bit of a show. You can say, oh, this would be cool to play. This would be cool to play. Oh, I love this. Oh, this would... go into this very well yeah. but unless you dedicate a good chunk of the week before your show you're not going to plan yep. you know and and sort of if you come into it with well here's how the, oh, the next two hours are going to go that's kind of no fun
0: yeah yeah it's yeah. it
1: needs it needs a little bit of that chaotic i don't know what's going to happen energy
0: yeah there were the yeah i i'm totally with you on it there were the archivists Right, where they, 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 they were these, the, the,
1: the people that name. would show
0: up that were in college, but they looked like they were already 40 and they would come in <laughs> and, and they already knew everything about uh, one band or one genre, you know, or maybe they would know yeah. everything about 13 bands that were all somewhat interrelated and they just knew everything about that small subsection of music. And they would play that. I can tell tell you everything
1: about Guided by Voices and Wilco and Dinosaur Jr.
0: Right. And it was cool. And, you know, it was interesting to listen to them talk about this stuff. That's the
1: other big one. Pavement. Right. And it
0: it was really neat to listen to them uh, go and go and go. You know, just kind of spin them up like a, you know, wind up toy. But there was a point where you started to realize, oh, I think I'm starting to reach the edge of the silo with your knowledge base because you're not telling me the rest of you know like there there was an, there, there was a metaphorical edge to the silo of their knowledge base which was i know these people and this music and these bands up to here and i don't know yeah and i i'm not interested in talking with you about anything beyond that whereas sure. the other broad
1: but, or or narrow and deep yeah, which is not Rather a problem. Rather than because, broad and shallow.
0: Yeah, which is not a problem because, you know, it was just amazing. Yeah, you need both. It. Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, then yeah. There was this group of folks where they would, you know, they had almost just, you know, like this this, this pop culture mixed bag um, uh, plate, tray of, of knowledge about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And they would bring it to their shows. Yeah, smorgasbord. Yeah, exactly. A cornucopia, poo,
2: poo, if you platter. will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you
0: got to make sure there's not one with too many poos in it. Otherwise, you take them a poo-poo-poo platter.
1: Um, oh,
0: oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> but um, it, was, it there was... Both of those groups of folks basically kind of made up college radio. And um, yeah. they would show up and they would do amazing shows. And their shows are amazing for very different reasons. Uh, because the things you would learn just by listening to them were, were, were uh, very interesting. And it, it would it would make you have to do some mental gymnastics, you know, listening in on those shows. And that was the thing that I thought was really exciting. Is that um, about listening to other people's college radio shows was that I always learned something. I was always exposed to a new type of music that I would have never thought to have listened to before. So much yeah. of what I listen to now comes from these various shows, your show in particular, uh, but but also several shows you know, at, at WIUS, at WGMU, stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, artists, music, uh, genres that I just would have never been exposed to otherwise. And I, I, I'm so appreciative of that. Um, but then... Um, yeah, I I I don't really know where I'm going with that thought. Other than it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. But yeah, know.
1: it's a it's a big. It's funny how you're there. You're probably a college student, and you're there to learn and be educated and broaden your mind and broaden your horizons and right. find out about new things, and this is the. Thing you do in your spare time for fun
2: yeah
1: which accidentally educates you and broadens your horizons yeah. and teaches you new things yeah and you know it it might not teach you an extremely useful life skill but yeah. i mean you get out of college you have x number of years experience running a board and mixing You know, live mixing that, you know, that's, that's a thing that people need sometimes. not Yeah. Developing
0: an implicit understanding of how to fade stuff in, (laughs) fade stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And it it is interesting where it does pop up then in the rest of your career, because randomly and obliquely, it it will appear in your career lifespan and you'll go, oh, I know how to do that. People look at you and go, how do you know how to do that? You go, oh, I was a radio (laughs) DJ for a brief period of time, you know. That yeah. also carries clout. That's also fun. When you say that, everybody's heads turn.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it is like a. huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh-oh. it is. It is like a weird. It's like you're a a weird breed of dog. Yeah, like, it's like oh, yeah, you're like a wizard. I've never or a seen one of those yeah, exactly. in person. Right.
0: Right. right. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like saying you're a magician. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh well, I dabbled Wait. in the
0: dark arts for a brief period of time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you always carry a rubber dove up your sleeve? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know. Right. Everyone right. needs a hobby. <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah, because I, 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 uh, somebody, oh, I can't remember. It was, it was on, on one of the, uh, work trips that I was on, somebody made this joke where they were like, oh, you're a radio DJ, so, you know, wherever you go, do you just bring a record player? And I just remember, I just remember looking at them like, what? No, I, what? No. Oh, I, what? I, I don't need a record play... Yeah, I just... That was one what a strange I,
1: thing to say. Yeah,
0: I was never able to, like, do the mental calculus on connecting all of that together. But, yeah, that was... That one threw me for a loop when I heard it. Still haven't quite yeah. figured that one out. That's like, one okay. of those things
1: where, you know, I, I don't know how old I was, but I definitely had children before I went, oh, sometimes the other person is dumb. Yeah. And you're not the dumb one. Right, right. And you just Got have it. to let the dumb
0: comment go and you go, "Uh-huh." Yeah. Yeah, I, guess I don't
1: so. I don't have to lose any more sleep about that about comment because Yeah, exactly. He was a dumb guy. Right. Is what happened.
0: Yeah. It
1: was like, "Oh, this was 2 weeks ago." I'm going to stop it right there. That was part 1 of the Dan and Aaron like a Rama episode about college radio. Uh, when we come back in two weeks we will get more into uh, the various forms that our individual shows took and uh, the various uh, ways that we played with formatting and played with uh, expectations and all that fun stuff Uh, so yes stay uh, stick around this time Uh, November 29 will be part two and December 13 will be part three um, so quiver with anticipation until then. Bye bye.